Welcome to the Fit and Fierce podcast, a show to inspire and empower you and remind you that we're all a little messed up and that's okay. I'm your host, Megan. And in my personal journey, I realized that the fiercest thing I ever did was to ask for help. I no longer wanted my story to rule me. I was going to own it and share it. And throughout each one of these episodes, I want you to remember that being flawed doesn't make you less. It makes you more. Hey lady, Merry Early Christmas. This episode is coming out on Christmas Eve. And if you're listening to it later, I hope that you, wherever you're at, are enjoying a day filled with peace and love. Um... This time of year brings up a lot of emotion for me, and I really went back and forth of if I even wanted to record an episode like this, quite honestly. This time of the year is bombarded on social media, in podcasts, everywhere about how to manage the holidays, how to conquer them, how to beat the blah, 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 and there's value in that, but sometimes I think we get so wrapped up into that and I don't want everything about this to be in that space, but I felt really called to record this and to share some of this because there is an area, I realized this while watching TV over Thanksgiving, when every news report was about what to do with the leftover food and how you were going to decorate the table and how to host and all of these things that come with it. And there's so much joy in that, but for somebody who is really struggling with food in their body... Nothing about that is joyful. Nothing about that is exciting. Everything about that is terrifying. It's anxiety filled. I decided to, I needed to make changes in my life and start healing my relationship with that disordered place because of how withdrawn I got, because of how much anxiety those holidays or those special events caused me, how much I hated them from somebody who used to go crazy about Christmas. I hated that time. And that's so sad. And I stopped going to social events. I stopped being with my family because I couldn't maneuver that space. It was so scary scary for me and it was so heavy because not only did I have to fake it I had to manage my own feelings and then put a facade on so nobody else understood or could see how bad that was for me or I had to hide and binge later in the night and then feel like shit for days and just mentally beating myself up and I didn't want to live that way I wanted to spend time with the people that I love and enjoy it and eat and do whatever I wanted to eat and do because guess what? That was serving me. That was giving me value. It was enjoying the experience. And so anybody out there that's listening to this, and I know a lot of you maybe are because that's a lot of the platform of what we do talk about on this show, but maybe you yourself don't struggle in any of these areas, but you know somebody that does, share this with them. Let this message be heard on this day because For people who don't really understand that struggle, this might sound odd, and it might not even seem like you need to. And yeah, the holidays are hard for all of us. There's all kinds of goodies and treats and candies and this and that all over, but when you're in the depths, that's a different level. That's a heavy, heavy level, and unless you've really experienced it, it doesn't really click. And I wish I was somebody that it didn't really click for, 
but that wasn't my journey and that wasn't my path. And I'm grateful of where it took me and what it taught me. But if you're out there and you're needing to hear this, let's talk about it. Let's break it down and really figuring out a solid plan for you to go into the next couple days and to set yourself up to feel as good about yourself as you can in this moment. Is this episode going to fix it? No. Are you going to have to take a lot of hard work on yourself? Yeah. Is this, I always was hoping when I would hear these things when I was struggling that one thing would be like the fix. Like, oh, this is the plan and I'm going to follow this person's plan and then it's all going to be better. It never was, but it was little tiny steps that I did, not just around the holidays, but all year long that eventually got me to a place where I was. And before we get in too much, speaking of all of the things that I have learned throughout the years, that is exactly what my Mindset and Mastermind program is all about. Actually, it's the Mindset and Muscles Mastermind. You would think I would maybe know the name of my own program. That is, that's mine, but okay, let's roll with it. Oh, you guys. Anyway, so what has taken me years and years of hard knocks, of getting knocked down, of trial and error, I finally figured out what's worked best to heal, and I've combined all of those pieces into an eight-week course. And the magnitude of that eight-week course blows my mind. It's so comprehensive. I'm so excited. It's a mini group, which means you get a one-on-one touch point with me weekly and throughout the week, but it also means that we get a group of 10 ladies that is a small community, a group that understands what you're going through, that hears you, that sees you, that can be your sounding board when maybe other people in your life aren't. Those two things combined helped me so much in my journey. It's really stopping that diet cycle. It's being done with that negativity. It is stepping into peace with food and your body, finding confidence in your body again, and understanding how to really master your mindset. So these changes aren't just something that you're making for eight weeks or 12 weeks or six months. They are there for the rest of your life. These are the skills that you need. Not only do we master them and get them knocked out to conquer issues with food in your body, they're mindset tricks and hacks that take in place of everything else in your life. So it's not just that. It starts there, but then you get to apply it to all these different areas of your life. It is a small group. We are starting Monday, January 6th. It is only 10 spots and several of those spots are filled up already. So if you are ready, let me know. Send me a message. There is a link in the show notes that just sets you up with a call so we can talk about that more. And it allows me to figure out how I can best serve you, what you need, and let me and you really talk about what is the best plan for you and if this is a good fit for you right now. Check that out. Let me know. I would love, love for you to be a part of this. You know that you are worthy and deserving of it. I just got off the call with the latest lady that signed up and she said, I finally realized that I owed this to myself. I owed myself this. Yeah, she does. And so do you. All right. So after all of that, now, what do you do when the holidays are upon you? How do you tackle it? What is the master plan? Like I said earlier, it's not going to be one thing that fixes it, but I'm hoping that some of these things stick with you a little bit. 
You can start to keep them in your toolbox, start to keep them in the back of your mind, and they can be there as an aid for you. The number one thing that I want you to really assess, and this is honestly where having a coach or working with a professional in this field is going to be most helpful, is I struggled for so many years with this holidays, with social situations, when I wasn't really in control of my food because I was so undernourished. I was so underfed. I had restricted in consciously or subconsciously or on purpose or sometimes just because I was following a diet for so long. My body was screaming for more food. It got extreme. I am still dealing with amenorrhea years later. My hormones were complete garbage. My skin was, my digestion was, adrenal fatigue. It caused a series of very serious health concerns and issues. But also it was such a mind game. Everything was off limits. I couldn't have anything. I didn't trust myself around it. And because I was so hungry, because I was so restricted mentally and emotionally, I would just binge. I would gorge on any and everything, even if I didn't like it, but because suddenly there was something that was taboo or off limits and I could only have so much willpower. I hate that word, but I could only control myself for so long before shit just went off the rails. And so I think that that was a huge stepping point for me was understanding that and starting to take the steps that I needed. So I was fueling my body properly. And magically, a lot of my issues with binging went away when I started actually eating enough food. And I did need a coach for that. I needed help for that, for the accountability. It scared the shit out of me to eat more food. It scared the shit out of me that I was going to gain weight, maybe, that my body was going to change, maybe. And I needed somebody to give me the support, but also to push me through that phase. I needed that. I could not have done that alone. It was too big for me to carry. And that's a big piece of what I do with all my one-on-one clients is set up a good plan so they feel secure in that, but also give them that push when they need that push. The second thing is remembering that food, when we glorify it, we give it power. And what we give power to holds power over us. That can be food, that can be exercise, that can be the scale, that can be relationships, that can be a whole bunch of things. But when we glorify food, which we often do, we set it up on a pedestal. In reality, it usually doesn't meet the mark of that. And also thinking, we live in a day and age, we have access to pretty much whatever we want, whenever we want it. That is an unbelievable privilege to have. But really think about it. Whatever food you want, yes, there are some specific holiday foods that are really only around certain times of the year. But if I really want the peanut butter balls that are kind of only around at Christmas time, guess what? All year long, there's the ingredients for peanut butter balls if I really want them. That is my downfall in life. Yes. Yes, it is. And sometimes when we go into those settings of no, I can always have more if I want it. Getting rid of that scarcity mindset can be very powerful and saying like, there is nothing different about this piece of pie or these sweet potatoes or mashed potatoes or whatever, your sugar cookie, whatever you have. There's nothing different about that than I could have any other day. 
taking the power that that has away can be really helpful. Starting to ID your triggers in those moments. We talked a lot about this before in a Thanksgiving episode was, what are my emotional triggers with food? Where do I need to start to pay attention? Am I eating because I'm stressed? Am I bored? Am I not eating enough? Am I thirsty? Am I tired? Am I eating out of habit? Why are you starting to default towards those patterns? And then making a plan, sitting down with your coach or by yourself and journaling out a really solid plan on how to maybe identify that and where you can change that up a little bit so those triggers aren't so strong. The other piece that we did talk a lot about also in a few episodes ago was just being mindful and being grounded. Taking some time in the stressful moments to taste your food, to slow down, to really look at what are your options, what do you want to eat, and maybe think about how do certain foods make you feel. You can go up and have a second serving, a third serving, a whatever serving. You can have another cookie or another scoop of this or that, but asking yourself, how does it make me feel? Does it make me feel good because I'm excited to be enjoying this experience? Great, then eat whatever it is that you want to eat. Or have you ate quite a bit and you're feeling full and maybe taking some time away from the food is a good idea and knowing again, you can always go back to it. Food has value. There is value in eating because it makes you feel energized. There's value in eating because it makes your digestion work. There's value in nutrients and minerals. But there's also value in experience that comes with food. Food is so deeply rooted in our culture, in the way that we communicate, in the way that we socialize. And sometimes having a piece of birthday cake or special Christmas treat or goodie, there's a lot of value in that. And it doesn't make it good or bad. It just is what it is. Recruiting support. Being honest about how you're feeling. I hid my struggles from my family for a long time. You can kind of basically know when things aren't right. I know that they all had some ideas in the back of their head. But I was so embarrassed. I was so ashamed. I didn't want anybody to know that. That was such a dark mark in my mind. And so I just toughed it out. And if I would have just talked about it, I'm releasing that shame. I'm releasing some of that. And when we kind of air our dirty laundry, it's not really dirty laundry anymore. There's not a big secret about it. It just is. And quite honestly, the more that I opened up, the more that I realized that so many other people had the same struggles or a similar struggle. Also, I think when we're talking about this, if you really are struggling, our families and friends are fantastic. But there's a different relationship that they bring than somebody who you're working with in a coaching setting or maybe a therapy setting. That level of professionalism, that level of actual skill set to deal with these issues is very different. And also the level of support that somebody in that role can give you versus somebody that you love is helpful as well. People that love us, they just want the best from us. And sometimes they don't want to give you that feedback or that push 
because they don't want to see you hurting or they don't want to see you in pain or struggling. So they send, maybe they'll sugarcoat it or maybe they don't know how to deal with that. So enlist somebody who really knows what they're doing in that. You are worth that investment. You really, really are. And you will never regret it. I can promise you that. I don't regret one cent that I've ever, ever paid a coach. Never. Because all of that was so valuable to me. Knowing too that whatever happens, whether it's a day, a week, a month, a season, a whatever, is just that. It's so small in the grand scheme of things. We look at life always as each second is the biggest moment of it all. But it's really a tiny, tiny sliver of our whole piece. So just coming back to what makes you feel good, if things don't go as planned, big deal. Big deal. The more pressure you hold on that and make it a big deal, the bigger deal that it becomes. A bad relationship with food is far more unhealthy than any amount of food you do or don't eat or any kind of food that you do or don't eat. That is the crux of it. And finding a space where you can release that, a place that I didn't know existed, I didn't believe was there. I knew it existed. I saw other people have it, but I didn't think that it was there for me. Wow. To be on that other side, you guys, it's powerful. It's powerful and it actually feels really exciting and really fun and really light. And I get to sit back and enjoy what the holidays are meant to be instead of being anxious for three months out of my life because they were coming up or pissed off at myself for the next three months because of the way that I behaved on a certain day or week or what I ate or didn't eat or exercised or didn't exercise. I know this time is hard. I know this time is heavy. I get it. And no, this podcast in its probably 20 minutes of entirety isn't going to be what you need to listen to that's going to fix it. But I'm hoping that you take away something that you can start to implement and you can start to use as a tool to help you on your journey. My goal is that nobody have to seclude themselves or isolate themselves because of fear of what the holidays bring. My goal is that you don't meet yourself with shame, blame, or guilt that day of or that next day. My goal is that every woman listening, every woman out there loves and honors herself enough to enjoy exactly what this time is meant to be enjoyed for. You know that is my hope for you. Sending you light. I'm sending you love, and I'm always here for you. If you are needing a little bit of extra support, send me a message. I'm here for you anytime, always in your corner, always helping you to fight. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit and Fierce podcast. If you enjoyed it, please head over to iTunes, subscribe and download so you never miss an episode, and drop me a rating and review. It's the best way to support the show and to keep more episodes coming your way. See you next time.